an inner view with the Rian Gallagher. Beautiful. Oh, praise the Lord. Okay, all right. Okay, let's do it. Let's, let's get prodded. Hello, uh, and welcome to episode, I think it's 20, 20 of a, an interview podcast. Um... I hope you enjoyed our chat with Theo. Theo's great, isn't he? He's lovely. He just he just knows a lot. And he's really warm and uh there's there's so much more to 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 chew over with Theo and to unpick. And uh yeah. Beautiful, beautiful human being. So I really hope you enjoyed um what we were able to capture in our chat. Um, this 20th episode is with, uh, a lady called Vix, Victoria. Um, we went to school together, although she was in, um, the year, the year above me. Uh, she's actually a friend of Theo's, that's, that's actually how I probably, uh, met her and actually, um, got in touch with her. Um, and I think it was, maybe it was, well, yeah, barring, okay, covid so last year, maybe a couple of years ago, um, I was at this uh, this place called Rockaway Park, which is um, I think I think if you were to look on a map, it'd be kind of it's kind of near Bristol, but it's a bit more kind of kind of inward. Uh, I think it's near a place called Temple Cloud, so it's kind of in it's, yeah, since in Somerset, um, but it is the most uh, whew, how to describe Rockaway Park. I was really hoping to actually to actually get the to get Mark, the guy who actually um curated it on the podcast so he could do this because uh yeah, I I find it very hard to describe because it's just such a unique um it's a unique place. It's got it's just got everything on there. They've got they've got like a therapy bit, they've they kind of turn old disused junk into into art. They hold um events well, obviously pre COVID, but um yeah, they, yeah, they hold events where they let you know young people go up and play, and they have glass blowing, and there's 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 places where artists can hang out and do their thing, and there's a fire, there's a cafe. It's it's just this big kind of counter counterculture uh, place, really. And it's yeah, it's truly a unique thing, and I'll I'll try my best, my very best to get Mark on here so we can talk about it. Um, but alas, you know, I was, I was sort of just, you know, dancing around, doing my thing there. And then I just, I just, I just caught this, I just caught this face and I was like, I recognize that's Victoria, that's Vix. And I went up and we, and we headed off, uh, as if we'd never like even been apart, which I think is a, the sign of something good. Um, so yeah, so yeah, we got, we just, we just got chatting and we've been chatting ever since and then, I yeah found out she did this this slime time, um, which 
which is uh it's it's just a, a be it's again again it's 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 something that i can't really explain because it's not my thing but we go and talk into the podcast we, we talk about what slime time is um that night we watched this amazing video of these these like leopard slugs which was on Attenborough a couple of years ago and and and, and that's what started everything off uh that's what started vix on this on this little this little journey um so yeah uh i won't say any more just to spoil yeah to not spoil what happens in our in our little chat um very exciting things have happened uh, for us since um she was working with open barnics which is again as 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 we'll go in the podcast is this uh, um prosthetics um place that's that yeah we're creating arms for for kids and things but um she's since uh, uh she's since left that and she's now um following a career as a tattoo artist which is so it's just great it's just great you know when you when you kind of meet somebody and they're just they're just trying to do things they love you know they're not they're not stuck in anything they're not they're not stuck in something that they that they you know don't necessarily want to do you know they're they're trying their very best just to you know find the things that interest them and then just go and do them you know by hook by crook by you know whatever means necessary and uh yeah um slime time travels to festivals and um i think we even spoke on the phone recently they've um there's there's a place up in stroud where she's going to have a sort of a i don't want to say a residency but you know a place where 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 her her kind of her kind of creation is gonna is gonna be and flourish. So, yeah, uh, I really hope you enjoy our chat. I really hope you embrace the uniqueness uh, that is Vix, because uh, that's something that I think this this podcast is all about is embracing that uniqueness in in all of us really, and you know get into get into the kind of crux of that of that uniqueness. Um, so yeah, I really hope you enjoy our chat. Um, I really hope you're doing okay out there. I really hope um, you're still thriving and yeah, just doing lovely things, really, in any way, shape, or form. So um, thanks for tuning in. Um, if you like the chat, please spread the word. Um, go and visit um, Vix on her website, which will, there'll all be links up. Um, and I'm going to lead you in now with a song that was created by one of uh, Vix's mates. Um, it's called the Two Prang Clang. Good name, and it's called Slugs Are Amazing. I mean, you know, you got to fit in with the, you know, if you're gonna do, if you're gonna go for it, you just got to go all in, I suppose, isn't it, really? Um, thank you.
like it's one of the most sensuous film sequences you'll ever see in your life. It's true. Of course. I mean, it, it, it wouldn't it, it wouldn't be uh, you know a good operation <laughs> if there wasn't some kind of technical glitch or some kind of thing falling over you. Or no, why thought it's urged? <coughs> cough. Right, there we go. There we <laughs> cough go. in the mic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hmm. How you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty nice to fall back in love with the van. You've helped with that, Ryan. You have. This this mm. this 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 abode, my little, my little abode for the night. Soon, soon to be abode. Yeah. It's just be. I mean, you know, it is, it is it is a shell at the moment, and there are there are bits to it. But as, as I said to you before, this is going to become. It will be the slugmobile. It <laughs> will be portable slime time, and I can travel around the UK at least and just slime random people. I think it would be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely I just will. need to get the key out of the ignition first. <laughs> We won't talk about that, but I'll probably mention it numerous times. Just that small issue that's happened. Yeah. It's strange. I don't... I, it's just stuck. It's stuck. It's just stuck. You know, I think it's a metaphor. Not snapped off. Stuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of metaphors in my life. The slugs, the slugs are a big metaphor. So I showed you the slugs last night. And well, you hadn't seen them before. Never. No. no. Leopard no. slugs, yeah? The leopard slugs, yeah. So I watched them when I was probably about 14 on David Attenborough Life and the Undergrowth. And then I hadn't really revisited them, revisited them until I was round at my ex-girlfriend's, we were friends at the time, down in Portsmouth. And then we so watched the video again. And it was like, oh my God, do you know about it too? And I was like, okay, yeah, these, these guys are fucking cool. Um, for those of you that haven't seen, it's a very beautiful spiral... It's art. It, it is. is it's art in alien jizz, essentially. Just sentient jizz forming around itself and glowing because they have, um, they've got a blue kind of blood, like the um, horseshoe crabs. Yeah, horseshoe we crabs, yeah. Last yeah. Night, yeah. yeah. Had a bit of a nature chest, didn't we? Um, <laughs> always. Um, and the slugs kind of summed up a lot of how I sort of felt about my sexuality my gender identity but didn't have the words for it really at okay. the time so i never really thought oh i'm gay or i'm straight or i'm rubbish so i like whoever i like i get brain brain crushes you know or like yeah. it's if you like someone then it's whatever you know whoever they are becomes this like you know oh my god fascination of, of everything you know their, their skin their being their I think I don't feel like that's I don't feel like that's determined I don't feel like that determines how I feel about them that's that's what that's part of them because they're they're hermaphrodites aren't they they can have both organs is that right yeah yeah, yeah. the slugs yeah, yeah yeah um so not you <laughs> yeah I mean I I feel like I'm more of a slug than, than a human I, I feel pretty fluid in my gender I don't really I yeah I mean I guess I know, so they, they kind of, they started, they started just kind of being, yeah, this, this kind of thing that I kept going back to. And then I, sort of years later, I'd got, um, I got a bit frustrated because I was working in a veterinary clinic. I was living in this warehouse in 
Seven Sisters, surrounded by loads of you know really creative people. It was really fun, really chaotic, great. It was like living in an Italian soap opera. So it was run by a couple of Italians. Okay. And so a lot of the time, <laughs> wouldn't know what was going on. Very heated. <laughs> very heated drama. And it was quite good because I didn't yeah, speak Italian. Like, right. It was just shit. Like, could have, you know, I did try and learn, but then the people there were trying to learn English. So it, it didn't it didn't quite happen. But um, it kind of kept us out of the the middle point of the fire you know okay. we, we, just, we just got on really well with pretty much you know I had great times there met my friend matt who was um very important to me because um he kind of yeah i realized that i was i was talking talking about myself and oh yeah you know i, I work in Spain and it was great but i was like i'm not talking about me like i've been making art forever mm. and here i'm not doing that and i'm really frustrated with it and it get me really really bitter really shit just like oh i want to make I feel stuff. like i feel like when if you if you're if if you're not following your true passion mm. if you're not following something that you find that's creative that's in, in, engulfing that's really you yeah. then you that those those kind of avenues naturally come in the bitterness the anger the frustration yeah. and you know? the thing is that i did a art foundation in canberra and i was amongst a kind of quite a bad drug addiction at that time with a boyfriend and kind of very codependent that word there um and so i'd kind of was trying to do this thing to like change learn more things kind of be like hey no i need more you know structure i'm I'm done with art i'm disillusioned and then um yeah and then i was just kind of like this isn't you know as much as i love working with the animals it's really sad as well i was too emotionally you were saying last night mm. it was it was just like death after death De- after. yeah i mean there were obviously really good stories like i rehomed this rabbit who hated me charlie i took him home for christmas to my dad's no it's my auntie's in Essex, and uh, i had to try and stop him getting eaten by the lurcher and charlie we took him <laughs> on the train like a fun christmas <laughs> oh he had his own room he was living like he was under the christmas tree having a great time um he had this like neurological parasite and his owner wanted to save him but then his other owner was like no put him down put him down don't spend all his money on him they lived on the on Hampstead Heath on the in Heath. one of those massive houses that looked over the pond and I think oh. they had their own pet room holy wow like a menagerie room but no room for Charlie at the inn you know <laughs> so I, I finally I, I rehomed Charlie with this uh, found this couple yeah. who really liked him so that was cool I've gone off Onto a tangent there. Where this, was I this, going? This is, this is where it this goes. <laughs> we press play, we go on tangents, we, and, and um, eventually we find our way. Eventually, yeah. I mean, you're who? talking about Matt, you're talking about veterinary, you're talking about finding a passion. Yeah, so like I, the, the animal aspect has, has always been there. Yeah. Because I was like, you know, animals are, animals are, and, and that's definitely still there because I'm looking at the sort of, uh, I'm interested in the science behind the animals as well. I, I mating rituals are my, are my thing. Oh, I, really? You know, there's, there's, um, I just—they're just so great. There's so many. Well, on, honestly, that 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 like that video you showed me last night of those mm. two slugs—it it was honestly art. I mean, the way they the way they kind of trapeze down the down the twig and then and then and then the penis it's not come the twig. out. The... That's their mucus. They no, made no, a stri- but, but, oh, but, like, from the, the yeah. from the branch. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, yeah, the yeah, mucus yeah. hung them down, mm. and then and then the penis come out the head, and then they mm. were like merging penises together. It was really magical. I just love fluids as well. I love squishy, fluidy things. I mean, okay. my mating ritual, you know, is tops. <laughs> I can't even finish that sentence. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and 
so then, uh, yeah, then kind of what happened was I I got a portfolio together. I was like, no, fuck it, I'm gonna I'm gonna get back into art. I'm gonna do this. At this point, I was like, oh my god, I'm too old. I'm like 23. I'm like, I'm 30 now. Bloody hell. <laughs> um, and yeah, I got together, and then I think I applied for Wimbledon, Bristol. I can't remember the last one. And um, Brighton, I think. And then I got an interview at Bristol, and I got into Bristol, and I went down to Bristol, and I was like, "Wow, there's so many of my friends moving to Bristol." I was like, "Oh, this is this, this is, is why, place. yeah, this yeah." Is the place. And then I got to Bristol, I was like, "Oh, fuck it, I'm I'm not gonna bother with the other interviews. I really like it here." And um, in hindsight, I shouldn't have chosen something as vague as fine art because I'm vague enough as it is, and I needed direction. <laughs> I needed structure. <laughs> I needed a box. And also, I kind of realised if you had done something like film or whatever, you can still do what the hell you want. You're yeah. just getting a more focus. And it's when it's the fine art course there. Um, it's what you make of it, really. Mm. Um, and yeah, I feel like I feel like I feel like that. That, like, j- j- just of my opinion of fine art, that sentence sums it up. It literally it is what you make of it because yeah. you can actually have anything as long as you have a meaning behind it or something. Then it then it's art. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I mean my so, my whole life turns into the project. So when I'm when I've got a, I don't really look for the project. The project comes. It sounds so wonky when I'm saying it out loud, but you know what I mean. Like, so I got really into I I I love teal. I love cop- the colour of copper outside. Yeah. Really fascinated. Why is this colour fascinating me? Why d- does it make me happy? Like, why am I always... I got a bit agoraphobic uh, one summer and didn't couldn't really leave the house. And um, and then just I found these copper pans in the shop that had these most beautiful... Oh, I beautiful, like, kind of lunar landscapes on them from the mm. oxidisation. And then it was like, oh, oh I really? just can't find... Yeah, I'll show you them later. Please. But they're just um, just kind of all these little pickets of things kind of interweaving and kind of... So, no, I, I loved it. I, I was totally engrossed. And to have that time to just, yeah, delve, delve into these projects. But my I was annoyed at myself because I'd gone there being like, right, I want to learn fabrication skills. I want to have these skills that I can then go and, you know, use elsewhere yeah. after like um probably going into like prop design or something like that okay so I, I i just like making things um and then i got distracted by um slugs and performance and um interactive performance and things that you see you 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 i'm um, just going back to what you said before you you like seem to have found your thing with regards to like art and nature you, you mm. like like the, the the leopard slug thing seems to kind of I mean, it's encapsulate both things. Yeah, 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 for sure. And and the thing was, I was, I had this need. I I wanted to sort of, I'd go to performances and be like, oh god, I want to do that. But also, I don't like this whole pedestal of performances where you're like watching and you feel like the inability to do it, or it's kind of like you know, I I think art should be everyone. You know, everyone's got a creative side to them. And um, oh, you know, you know, you know, you said before about 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 the project finding you mm. i was i was um just the other day talking to uh, a, a friend who who said that there, that there was this book and it's it, it, it was basically this this guy who traveled <clears throat> but he um so rather than rather than him trying to imprint his ideas on what travel was and what he wanted to do he was just going to let things come to him and mm. just 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 let them come their way so i think i think it's it's not a wanky way of putting it it's just it's it, it's just a, a, a different way of sort of. serendipity that's it yeah i went to careers advice twice when i was at uni and they told me serendipity was working for me and i was like okay okay but i do need more <laughs> like, 
That's great. Um, is there a serendipity course I can do? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if so, like, you know, it's uh, um, I, I do feel like the more magic stuff that kind of happens, it, 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 it kind of builds up. And then I've had a bit of a drought for a while, but right. like it, it comes back and sort of waves. How does, um, so how does, how does slug time actually work then? What do you... Slime time. Slime, slime time. time, sorry. Um, how, slug do, how does time? it work? Slime, slug time. Okay. Um, I'll go back a bit to, to the beginning. All right. Um, so... When I revisited it in one of the first projects at uni, um, and I was just like, I want to make, I want to make their penises. I want to make the same material as their penises. And um, this was before like slime got really big, and I found this kind of like strange website. Not strange website. That's totally unnecessary adjective there. I found this website. Um, <laughs> it was called like Fun at Home with the Kids. So it was like these mums got together and kind of compiled um, good ways to make slime um, from household products so there was this um laundry detergent audi which no longer exists i have like the remnants and like last few bottles and it glows in the uv like naturally not unnaturally but um (laughs) you need like borats and stuff and that's kind of more easily obtainable in the us and um now there's all like packs but i tried packing it it didn't really work anyway um so I, you know, going back as well, like '90s kid, get your own back, goosebumps. Oh, get Dave Benson Phillips, slime and gu- fungus the bogeyman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're all my, I like gross shit, and I think because I've had a lot of, I'm interested in the kind of, um, you know, beauty versus the abject versus, you know, like kind of finding beautiful things in 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 the gross things, and I think like mm. accept it. Like I've, nice I've had a big like, I've, I've. You know, my relationship with my body, I've always kind of really hated my body hair. And it it took me until I was like 24 to grow out my eyebrow again because I just got so bitty for it at school. I was like, "Uh," and then I was like, fuck this, I can't do this anymore. Hmm? Hampstead, you got bullied for it. Mm, Really? mm, 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 Many Marco. Anyway. um, (laughs) That's an old wound. (laughs) Just put that Um, one back. There we go. But I think just like, it's that kind of repulsion you have against yourself. And you kind of like, a lot of, a lot of, yeah, it's hard when 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 like society or or institution has has this idea of what what a person should mm. be, what a kid should be. You shouldn't have an eyebrow. You shouldn't wear funky colours. You shouldn't do that. Mm. It just almost makes you want to kind of just go just rebel further against yeah, it. Yeah, and I was all for you... that in like the clothes sense. Like, I mean, I'm so glad we never had a uniform because oh yeah, yeah how yeah. would I have got to this point in my <laughs> in my style? <laughs> no, but, no, but it's true though. It was it was yeah. like like pe- people. I mean, I did, I didn't I didn't know at the time, but. You know, because I just thought, oh, great, you can, you can, you can just wear your own clothes. That's mm, great. Mm. Um, uh, but it was, it was, it was, it was more. You could actually express who you were, and you could be who you were, mm. and you weren't just that, you know, toy Lego figure in yeah. the uniform in the da da da, which which came later on in school. But yeah, when did the uniform? Know. I think that came in sixth form, and I'd. I was in yeah, so we were. I, th- I think we were the last year, or these, or the yeah. second last year. You're a year below me, school. aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so then I found yeah made made this slime stuff and I was like oh wicked kind of mimicked it in like video format kind of like twisting it around and it had the same kind of qualities that the the penises do with like kind of obviously it didn't interweave around itself but it had this like kind of autonomous movement to it Mm. and um and I was like god this is so anxiety reducing and just the kind of touching it and all of all of that and then I was like right um started getting involved with 
this group called Dada for Girls and then we were doing little snippets of performances together and I was bricking myself like but also really wanted to do it so it was this kind of I've got this weird exhibitionist in me but also really really anxious at that point but then because I had the slime and it was all about slugs and I had the projections and I was kind of working with some really cool people it was like this is this is great like I can sort of remove myself from this and then I get the thrill and the sort of buzz from it and you know learning about doing I was doing some learning like with the video and like learning Premiere and editing and stuff but I'm very low tech and I like low tech I like I like it when things aren't I don't care about the 4k highlight stuff i like it i've got this old video camera Nokia 3310 that's the same before. yeah and like i've got this um this old video camera it's really glitchy I, I just love it love it you yeah. get you know um so but i still wanted to learn things but my, my brain just goes into a bit of like you know yeah overload sometimes and, and then i'll get really obsessed in it i'm like oh, editing for, for ages but um yeah so then it was kind of i did a few of these performances and then i did it at like an art exhibition that we put on as like a, a uni fundraiser thing. It was kind of located by the toilets. Seems to be a common theme. <laughs> uh, oh, the trash bag that I am. Um, so located <laughs> by the toilets, and it was kind of like on on the way. So we had people queuing, and we were sort of like had projections on, had slime, and you have to be like it gets stuck on clothes. There's there's yeah. no way about it. It does wash off if you soak it. I've still got clothes that. Uh, have got just like Remnants globules, of, yeah. yeah. As much as I'm like, oh, it's fine. I'll come off your your thing in the middle of this festival where you're not going to wash for like five days. Um, but it, it kind of crusts off your hair. I have a problem with um, gets in the pubes quite a lot in right. the armpits, you know. But then you just sweat it off. It's fine. Oh, handy. Yeah, yeah. It's you just have to like dance. give it a yank and just like. That would, I mean, it's that quite sad. So I like picking things, okay. so I will just. So I have like a few. Usually in the summer, there's just a few slime dreads, you know, that will yeah, not yeah. go. That are there just, for a just, while. Just watching TV and just naturally just. It's, it's my tendrils at the side actually that get it the worst. But what are they called ten tendrils. Tendrils. Okay. That's my name for them. Oh right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was the Oxford Dictionary <laughs> uh, definition. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so basically how it works, how it's kind of evolved. It went from my sort of room, sort of open space, to then I applied for um, for it, my uh, girlfriend at the time knew her friends run like the Nutty Games at Boomtown. So, like, oh, cool, let's try and do it there. But it needed darkness, UV light, shelter. You know, it's kind of the opposite of what the Nutty Games are kind of like um, outside and sort of big, sort of, I don't know, just, you know, more kind of activity based. Yeah. Um, so, it's kind of put as slug wrestling at the beginning. And we had this really makeshift, basically, again, next to the toilets <laughs> there is a common theme there, there is a there? common theme <laughs> and we kind of like dug into the back wall of boom town quite smart like a... though because you're going to get you're going to get traffic <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, that's yeah sure. it's true it's true <laughs> um and then it would be like you know two or three people at a time or something and then i'd give the whole spiel about the slugs because i'm slug crazy and I just talk about it for ages um and it it did what the, it, it it connected people yeah. and all of the kind of trails of the slime like you're physically getting someone stuck to you or oh, to each oh, other oh so the the, the the slugs go on the people that's part of the not the slugs no the slime the slime, the slime sorry. yeah okay, sorry right. I don't know if I'm explaining but I should have shown you a, a thing before this um, so you're the slug you're you're in oh, you, you are, are the, the slug. slug when you're going in okay. to the into the space and then when you're you um, 
with the kind of interacting with the slime and with each other like the old slime that i had was really cool if you put it on your belly and it gave did a big hug you'd yeah. be left with this kind of um Ooh. really cool stomach trail or like you kind wow. of put it between your legs and stretch out so like um i i've i haven't mentioned here my friend holly hot lips who was like a really pivotal pivotal moment in all of this because i was working in a set shop in bristol um and then we were, we were working together we both thought we were we both thought each other really cool and it were too cool to we got really good friends basically <laughs> And we had this walk home, uh, and just like Holly was telling me about her her pole, and um, she's a pole dancer. And I was just like, I have found, I found my leopard slug, my spinning, um, spinning spirally leopard slug. So we, yeah, we then did the second year of Boomtown together. I think that was it's all kind of blurred a bit now. I think this would have been the fifth year, um, but yeah. So it, it's mainly. So if I if I if 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 I come to you at, yeah. at, at slime time, yeah, and what what's what happens when I when I when I come into you at slime time? So you're usually in a group of okay. of friends or people that you don't know. That actually works out really nice when it's kind of two different groups or something. Um, depending on sort of whether it's at Boomtown, it's kind of more following the theatrical narrative there, or when it's kind of outside and I've done it in um, kind of different club nights. I will talk about the the slugs and kind of how uh, I they're a metaphor to me for kind of pansexual um uh sexuality and kind of not liking people for their kind of soul rather than their skin and just kind of mm. um having yeah having connection with people in a kind of time where especially now people are not um really connected you're sort of looking at your phones yeah. and, you know, and there's there's not enough kind of touch. obviously it's touch like consensual is, touch and yeah. but it's it's play essentially and it's going back to being a kid and Come i think that's curious, yeah. that's like a really important part of it and then you lose like what i found happened with me is you lose your kind of inhibitions and just kind of you know oh i feel so gross and whatever and like one one of the most significant groups uh there was a person that came in and she'd I mean, she didn't really, she said, oh, I don't know if I want to be in my underwear. And then by then she was just like, oh, my God, I don't even get in my underwear in front of my family. I felt really comfortable here. Oh, liberating. Wow. And, um, yeah, so you basically, it, at the Boomtown one, you kind of lead them through a story and you tell them about the slugs, but how it relates to the sort of overarching Boomtown storyline. Um, but then you basically give, give them the slime and people mm. kind of... Um, yeah kind of naturally interact with it and um there's been some great times where people are people have been outside um because it's like quite small groups and trying to get them in um and they're waiting and then selling um slug life to park life which is just quality <laughs> absolute quality but um i got up when i went on wednesdays you sit when i get rudy awake and buy the <laughs> dustman slug life i like that yeah. it's amazing um but yeah so it's kind of it's quite intimate you'll have like um say three or four slug crew kind of facilitating it um because you have got to do the warnings of like you know, it's gonna get the slime's gonna get stuck in you like no eating the slime or especially when you've got people tripping balls and they're like why you know yeah. trying to ingest it or whatever um but it's just usually it's 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 really cool like it is quite you know you, know, you said something before about about it being um 
anxiety reducing. Mm. And when I, when I, when I used to work with special needs kids, um, the moment we get got a bit of cornstarch and a bit of water, it was that yeah. same kind of thing. Yeah. That same kind, and, and it literally just just kind it's of hypnotizing. It really is. Yeah. The, the 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 texture, the feel, the touch. It's all. It's it is quite therapeutic. Yeah, for sure. And like and especially for like a lot of the slug crew, like we're all a bit. We've all got our awkwardness and we've all got a thing, but when we're in that environment it's really bonding we've been through some time we've been through some times together like um you know saf uh so kind of have like me holly saf charlie is the kind of like uh we, we've kind of been doing it like the longest and then we have um kind of different people sort of on rotation don't get me wrong like boomtown can get so hectic. i mean it's a fest it's a festival yeah, so yeah. you know there's do you, a lot do you of festivals and other, like other places as well or is it just festivals or um, well, I was going to do Bolter this year. What's Bolter? Bolter is in like Chepstow Racecourse. Like okay. it's um, it's great. It's like a it's like a little it's like a little sort of biggish rave in the middle of a racecourse, and okay. um, it's really good music. So like uh, I think E. Coli runs it, and um, it's yeah, it's wicked. I've been a few times. I was going to do it in this van, and have the van already, but that didn't happen. And actually, it's probably I wouldn't have got it ready considering all the stuff i had to do to it One so day. next year hopefully or it might it might be happening i'm not too sure mm. um but yeah so now i just kind of focus on being time to be honest like working full time um it's a lot to fit in in between yeah. that point so usually at this point this this year i'd be just like you know every single second bah, 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 yeah. trying to get everything ready so it's been Quite a yeah, nice... how have you how have you how have you managed to because because obviously you have have you have you adapted it for because obviously you know with, with COVID and all that sort of stuff how 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 are you envisioning that to go forward? Mm, that's interesting. Yeah. So what's also quite funny is actually the costumes and everything the storyline uh, with Boomtown is there's a lot of masks involved anyway, and it's mm. a kind of post-apocalyptic world anyway. So it's almost like <laughs> it's become it's become true, um, but. Yeah, um, I'm doing, with the help of Jess um, and uh, Charlie and some other people, we're putting together Slugly, hopefully in October. And that was that's going to be an exhibition um, at the island with kind of other people's, not not just slime time, but other. It's kind of going to be like an anti-fashion slug. It's too many words. An well, anti-fashion you do that show. No, no, no. That's what I'm gonna do. That Got sounded fab. When, when, we, when we spoke at Rockaway Park, that sounded fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I just want to have a platform where um people can be yeah selling all their. I know some amazingly talented people in Bristol that I want their artwork to have you know somewhere they can sell it, um and just be exhibited, and then uh, a few. Uh, with Piffy and Sea Cat, um, we're gonna have like a little sort of mini anti-fashion show on this sort of slug trail crawl thing, um, and um, yeah, it's just quite hard to plan now with COVID. But I think it's gonna be okay hmm. because I figure the kind of slime slug interaction can happen between PVC. Okay. You can still have that contact, but not actual physical contact. Yeah. And there can still be things that you can do, kind of that are visually beautiful with the slime with projections. And um, I think a lot of people with their clothes anyway, they've got masks involved. So you're just going to have to like have 
less capacity and waiting to know what that capacity is and then have things kind of like marked out and have everyone sat down to watch it and then kind of have it all just quite ordered in a way it's quite good it's given me more parameters and hopefully means I think Jess is gonna help stage manage and she's just yeah she's quality she can um, she's going to do some stand-ups to open it, and um, sounds like a proper event. Sounds like a real yeah. yeah. I'm here, the only thing I'm freaking out because it's actually really soon, and I haven't got capacity yet. But it will happen. I love a deadline. I work better <laughs> when there's like a short amount of time. When there's loads of time, I'm like la 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 la. We I love have the panic. Time <laughs> in the world. Um. So yeah. Did that answer that question? I don't that know. did indeed, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah, that did. Talk more about the anti-fashion week then. Talk more about what that is. That that sounds really fascinating. Um, <clears throat> well, I I've always wanted to. I, I've started making harnesses, and um, my dad used to work for Ajon Fracasseur, and I, I've always liked sort of you sort of lingerie. Ajon Fracasseur, which are like a sort of old sort of fetish lingerie okay. sort of company um and i like as i said before i like um i like sort of shiny plasticky things and plastic isn't very good but i like i get a load of old plastic that isn't you know it's been chucked out in the scrap store found so much pvc but um i just really like uh the feeling of sort of pressure with like with latex and, and and that that you get this kind of encasement like a cocoon um so i'm interested about that um but yeah just kind of having something that's not uh you know, made from like recycled materials um my friend charlie who um her label is a sea cat she does loads of patches and she's really she like paints with her patches that like you wouldn't when you first look at them you don't kind of see the embroidery threads like it they just look like brush strokes like they're, they're really incredible and she um uh and and they're really good for not just like a kind of visual aspects on their own but this idea of you know mending your clothes like replacing holes not just buying new clothes all the time like i've had clothes for i've had for like 20 years and i think like the problem with fashion is that it's so you know and and same with um bees knees apparel who um i I think hopefully she's doing some stuff she yeah like upcycles um loads stuff and i think it's that it's that scavenger in all of us i think to like and i think there's so much fun in so much fun finding like so much more fun in finding stuff than there is buying stuff yeah, agreed. Um, but then when you get like secondhand places, then you feel like you found it because you've had to rummage through a bin and you know get the one pound teal snake print jeans that you. <laughs> 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 um, but someone someone made a very interesting point, um, like like recently, saying that you know, <clears throat> so my, my my friend Laura grew up in like the in like the eighties through London. Mm. And um, she said that like you could go into a vintage shop or a charity shop back in the eighties, and you get this you know beautiful denim jacket like for like a couple of quid or whatever. Mm. And she said that you you go in now, and it's all Primark, it's all atmosphere, it's all this like just 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 cheap crap. Really. Yeah, and it's not. It's just yeah. not great, you know. And it's like my dad. He's really he's really into mending and darning and like he. I got myself a mushroom darn recently. Yeah, I cool. I haven't really done it too much. So I just kind of let let the holes happen. But um, there's, a, there's, there's, 
There's a nice patch on the thing I slipped on last night. That was a beautiful patch. Oh yeah, that's my friend Lisa's um uh Lisa's sleeping bag. Yeah, Lisa was one of the original slugs actually. She came in the first first year and um we did we did a performance at the Cube together which was totally way out of our comfort zones, both of us, and that's what made it even like even more beautiful. And we had the kind of like these glass vase sort of vessels with the slime in it and then would kind of decant it onto us and did this kind of spiral. But she wow. she did ballet, so she's a lot more graceful than I am. I'm like a elephant. I can only <laughs> I get so terrified of moving. I can only really move <laughs> to jungle or hard tech. That's it. And if anywhere small in between steps, yeah. I mean, small two step. Yeah. Hard two step. <laughs> Any anywhere in between I just I feel like an absolute tit. But that, <laughs> but that's you know that that's what the slugs are about, man. Exactly. Really, yeah. Um, I don't know if I've made any sense with this because I feel like I should have projected some kind of visual of of what the we hell can, I'm we talking can, um, about. We can we can put it in before it goes out. We we can do some kind of like oh, yeah, a bit of editing. Yeah. yeah. Like... Oh no, more technical. Okay, yeah, that's no, fine. <laughs> <laughs> we can do some um, of that. We can do some. Yeah, of that. God, it's so like I find things like self promotion. And kind of putting stuff out there so so hard, so mm. hard. Like I'll have moments of like, yeah, cool, get this info, and then I just have the shame, like, oh, oh but no one wants to see this. We do it, and then you know, yeah, then it's you, weird, isn't it? Yeah, I, then you I, get like, yeah. a, you know, you get someone liking it, and you're like, oh my god, it's amazing, it's amazing. It's like it's like drugs all the yeah. time. It's like searching for that sort of high, and I, I don't. It, it fills me with. Um, yeah, I don't really like it, and I like it at the same time. Like, I I need a PR person basically. Yeah. If I made any money from this, I would yeah. put it in a in PR. I was I was I was saying someone the other day that like that like doing doing the podcast and doing the intro for the podcast mm. and setting the camera up to look at myself and to press play and to count myself. It's very weird. Yeah, and and and, and that is self promotion in itself. But yeah, I don't know. I find I find it quite odd. But yeah. I've, got to be, I've got to be comfortable in the uncomfortableness, I think. I think we also just need to remember, like, our perception of ourselves is totally different oh, to yeah, yeah. other people. It's warped, isn't it? Like, it's, yeah. it's very, it's very bizarre. Hmm? Un, un, unfortunately so, yeah. it's quite warped. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, it's funny. Um, but yeah, so the, the, the anti-fashion kind of thing so, is yeah. like, yeah, the, the kind of slowing it down, being a slug, not kind of ingesting everything... So I mean, they do ingest very quickly. Actually, that's that was a bad analogy. They've got loads of teeth, um, and they can they devour all really my slowly. marigolds. So I started gardening, as I told you yesterday. Oh, I was meant to show you the strange courgette that looks like the um, goat udder. I'll bring it in. Yes, please. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, you have started gardening, haven't you? You started gardening during COVID. That yeah, your... and and um, my friend Evie, who is the source of my gardening, was like, I'm, "I hate to tell you this, but." You've got to get rid of the slugs. And I was like, <gasps> no, this goes no. against all the morals. And um, <laughs> so I was really good at the beginning, and I would remove the slugs by hand. Um, join this RHS survey to look for the green and yellow cellar slug, uh, which I think the green cellar slug is kind of taking over the yellow cellar slug, and then they all kind of look like the leopard slug. But they're more fluorescent, so I'm like, mm. <laughs> um, I don't think I don't know if I've mentioned the fact that I like anything that glows. So UV is like I, I want to be in UV land all the time, and and that and that does happen. By the end of the summer, I'm like, 
and that and that and, and the anglerfish that had the UV yeah, head. The bioluminescent stuff. So naturally wow. occurring. Um, yeah, naturally occurring and, and non naturally occurring. But um, you just think about the ways that different animals see things as well. It must be so like you know because a lot of flowers we have no idea what they actually look like. If you put like UV on them or infrared or something, they look the patterns are completely different. Oh really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> what was that? Any fashion slugs? slug the green and yellow slugs um uh, oh yeah the gardening the gardening garden. um so yeah so, so we're moving them all by hand and, and every time i go out and there was these like you know massive leopard slug orgies so leopard slugs are actually really good for the garden because they the decomposing material okay so i wasn't too bothered about <clears throat> moving them but they they did break my heart sometimes and they, they stopped kind of coming as much and i was like oh it's because you know they've listened to me i don't have to use any you know, kind of beer traps or killing, killing them with pellets. I Never talk got... to them. They feel. They just. They, they feel. Know like, I like they my know courgettes. not to come right now. <laughs> um, and then I put some marigolds out too early, and they devoured them. And I know you cried. And I've got them. Did you see them in the bathroom coming out? The marigolds. Mm, which ones are they? The orangey ones. Where on the windowsill. I saw the. There's an amazing. Uh, there's an amazing. Uh, I don't know what it's called, but it's a big kind of. Oh, the cheese plant. Possibly. Yeah, I think that's okay. uh, that's kind of kind of cheese plant. Yeah. But yeah, I never thought I'd really get into plants. We were saying like, you know, you just want to go and grow. I feel like I can go and grow stuff now, mm. especially like we're gonna have to, you know. Yeah, it's gonna yeah, it's gonna the come. Apocalypse is, the apocalypse yeah, will come, look. and you're gonna need to have a bit of land somewhere with growing food. It's yeah. gonna happen. Um, that's what I've set in mind anyway. Yeah, I just feel like courgettes are really easy, and I just probably will end up living off courgettes for the rest of my life but just spiralize so the shit out of them yeah. <laughs> <laughs> apparently the Courgette flowers cake. the flowers i haven't I, I haven't got to the flowers yet because they keep getting eaten by the slugs oh. every morning there's like at least two slugs just like in the flowers um, breakfast but they're apparently they're delicious oh, really? and if you kind of get them with the uh, the still like the courgette still quite small and the flower is quite big and you can like put cheese inside the courgette <gasps> flower oh my God. and like bake it. What's your favorite cheese? Hmm? What's your favorite cheese? Oh, what's my favorite cheese? It's yeah. a serious question. It's a serious one. Oh, there's so many different different types of different mood though. Yeah. I'm quite, I think I'm probably a bit plain in my cheese. I like. Standard cheddar, halloumi, halloumi, mozzarella, mm. cheddar. The classics, isn't it? They're, they're solid, Apple stable. With cheddar. The smoke stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. God, so good. Mm. Yeah, um, but I'm not a fan of blue cheese. It Quite freaks me name. out. Mm. I like the colour, but it freaks me out. I I I I like a little bit, mm. and then after a while I get a bit. It, it, it really attacks my senses, so I get a bit. Oof, yeah, that can. I like it in a kind of now. creamy pasta thing. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, but then often that goes with mushrooms, and I hate mushrooms. Oh, I found out last night. Yeah, you yeah. you you tune away your Chinese, and then sort of sudden you're. Bleh. Yeah, <laughs> it's because they're too like Mushroom. slugs. <laughs> I can't eat a slug. I didn't eat aubergines for ages because they were. There is a there is a similar thing with aubergines and mushrooms and textures. Mm. There, there's a yeah. And then mm. one day I was like, no, I like the aubergine, but the mushrooms still still not there. Magic. I don't, yeah. I don't I don't I don't get snail like you know people eat snails. Mm. That to me is like what bogey. Why do you want to eat a bogey? Yeah, a slimy bogey. Yeah. And a, you know I've never thing. tried. No. Yeah, not great. I mean, I quite like the idea, you know, there is the kind of contain, you know, I love hermit, do you know hermit crabs? Yes, I do actually. Oh, they're, I so, do, yeah. they're just so adorable. They're cute. Me, yeah, me yeah. and my um, ex were in this beach in India, I don't know where it was, but the whole 
floor, not floor, like the beach, the sand. Wow. It was just all hermit crabs. Wow. Like the whole thing. There's tiny little ones. Yeah, they're really cool. What, like, was, it, what, what, what was that thing that you, we, we watched last night as well? The, uh, the axolotl. The axolotl. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They're so cute. They've got the biggest. Is it A-X-O- or so the end is like TL or something. There's not that many vowels. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, I got introduced some. Some yeah, my ex's friend had one called Butters, I think, and and then my another friend, his friend. These names of these. I know. But yeah, they're super cute. What were your give it? Reel off some of the rats, the pairs of rats that you've had names. Lolly and Pop, they were the first. They were the first. This is um, Lollipop, Sweet and Tooth, named after Sweet Tooth, the graphitist, because amazing. And then Sweet and Tooth, Lollipop. Brody and Badger, that's the only time we didn't follow the kind of name thing, but Brody is after Brody Dow because she's just so beautiful. Um, both of them. And um, Badger, because Badger looked like a badger when we first got her. And then she just turned white. It's completely what? white. So then we just looked like absolute tits for calling it a badger. She had nothing like a badger. <laughs> uh, she had definitely personality of a badger, though. Yeah. And then I uh, adopted Patty and Selma. Who, so I, I can't take name and credit for them. Okay. But, um, yeah. You can oh. just offer it out. Oh. And, uh, and then the last one was Mushka. Or oh, long name, Moonbushka, but shortened to Mushka. So, um, yeah. When, when, when did your love for rats start? Millie got them for me when yeah. I was like into, I don't know, 2014? No, no, it must have been 2012. Or at some point in the warehouse. Mm. Yeah, so we had, we had like, so the warehouse we used to live in was a, um, an old pencil factory. So like the beams and just the whole structure of it, it was really cool. And we eventually went in like the biggest room next to the kitchen. And, um, yeah, and just had had the rats, and they they were so cute. I think the first time I sort of had them out, his big fluffy jumper, and I got really stoned, fell asleep, and they just fell asleep on my chest, and I woke up, and they were just cuddled in there, and I was like, God, I love you so much. <laughs> and they just got the best personalities. Yeah, you were saying this yesterday, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyone I meet who has got rats is just rat mad. Okay. Rat mad. Yeah. I like their tails. Obviously, people get kind of freaked out by the tails, but that's why I've got the tails yeah. around my neck. I like they're, 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 they're quite beautiful. comforting. They're, they're like a fifth leg. You know, they're really good for balancing and stuff. Okay. Yeah. You said they've got certain personalities, haven't they? You said you said some are really kind of... Yeah, like Patty... Patty would literally, if ever Salma was trying to eat the food, she'd just be like, shove her away. And then she'd come and like lick your face you know you kind of feel like oh yeah this is really sweet and affectionate but you're probably just trying to steal my salt from my skin <laughs> and it's kind of like burrow into your lip just want to borrow um, that just uh, put my chips that's all right but my favorite is just like i just walk around with them in my um jumper and they kind of nestle at the back or just in the hood rats in the hood all the time and you know and then people wouldn't know that you had them and then suddenly just like one comes out like ah Shock factor. Whoa. um i did mushka was the 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 youngest and the last one that i had and um had the cage in the bathroom for a while and um she kept escaping i think just because she was so young and slim and kind of agile and she kind of got got through the bars i really don't know how she got out she's like houdini 
And um, I tried so many, uh, you know, tied so many things, and and then she ended like an up. Octopus. Have, you, have, you, have, you, have you have you seen octopuses get through little holes? Yeah, because they've got no like backbone no, of vertebrae. No yeah, maybe Mushka wow. was actually an octopus. <laughs> Not a badger. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, and she, I think two or three times, she, my old housemate's girlfriend was staying, and she woke up and Mushka was on her face. <laughs> and it happened with Imogen, I think, as well. That's great. And you know, credit to them. That they wasn't didn't. A scream, they didn't a... scream and squish her. You know, like that could have been a lot of people's reactions. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's really nice. You know, good, good, <laughs> good to know you got friends that, in dire circumstances of rats on your face, they're just yeah. calm and collected. Yeah. Because and... I think I'd leave them out in the room, and then they'd sort of wake me up to to go back to bed or just take themselves back to bed that's sweet you know yeah super Mm. super sweet but badger would go um on a little on a little sort of routine run uh first i was like oh my god i've lost them and all of you've seen all the stuff that Mm. i have in my room yeah too much stuff and um and then it's like a nest me and my ex it is a nest it's a rat i I live in (laughs) i i am a i'm a rat and a slug hybrid or just like in rick and morty but oh god you know where he like he means pickle rick and then he like goes onto the rat body and then becomes that whole like kind of do you know what i'm talking about i've not seen rick oh, you ha- oh god no. right oh, god how do i i that, that's um you should just definitely watch rick okay. and Marie. i know you don't like okay. cartoons but you should definitely watch rick and Marie. um anyway was it so i can't remember saying mm, that's gone slugs mushka so uh oh yeah so badger would um Eventually realised that she would kind of get down from my bed, scurry across the floor, go up the wardrobe, and then just sit in the food bag and just eat all the food. So right. eventually just hear like rusting around. There yeah. you go. Yeah. <laughs> what is your spirit? Do you, what do you think your spirit animal is? I was going to sound really bland and boring, but a, a dog... <laughs> There's nothing bland and boring about dogs. I just, I just, I just really connect with dogs. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's because I've grown up with dogs. Maybe it's because I've just, you know, kind of. But, but, I, I, I do like the octopus's kind of fluidity and it's kind of just its stealthiness and it's very. And they're aliens, you know. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cuttlefish like are cool. Cuttlefish are cool. Yeah. They yeah. like when they're sort of asleep and dreaming. They're like they have mm. like a light show going on. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 right. Yeah, I would love to be able to change color. Wouldn't that I be think great? that's. You know, I mean, I do it with clothes, but it's not the same. You, know, you, try. Actually, you try. Actually, I don't, because I, I kind of just wear purple or green. But um, <laughs> I would love to have a uh, sort of digital, not digital face, but just like, yeah, the ability sort of to... Sort press, just be like, yeah, we green now? Yeah. We're red now? Yeah. Right. Different, different. I, I'd like it to be um, multiple colours, mm. I think. Yeah. I think it just quite... I had this... Um, project that i applied for funding that's the thing about uh art you apply for a lot of things and there's a lot of rejections and you think yeah i've got i've got used to this now i've got 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 a lot of you know got acceptance got stuff like really cool shit's happened sometimes the rejections can get a bit too much you know and you're like i've taken a bit of a break i had this like applying for loads and loads of things and then it was just like oh we've had 64 people applying to this and only four people have got it or two people have got it unfortunately you haven't got it and it's like okay it cool it does seem like quite small margins yeah yeah mm. and um but you just got to keep swimming really yeah. there will be someone who loves you for the weirdo that you are you yeah, know yeah um but uh applications for them for them 
no, no, no. God, my brain. I can't remember. Uh, okay, so art applications, um, rejection. Oh, yeah, yeah the art thing, yeah. Oh, so course. I um, wanted to do this. We're doing well, then, on track. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to do this um, kind of, so how, there's an art person on David Attenborough thing. Um, David. I keep meaning to write to David, but David, you've literally I love you. made my life for the last six years and it is, the, the honestly it's going to be a a a I, I, I don't even want to yeah, no, hint or don't. say about yeah. it but when it yeah oh my god no I do I know I know what you're saying we all know what you're saying he's 91 he's going to go on forever surely he's got he that blood to. that needs to yeah. just last we just need to horseshoe crab blood he wouldn't that. agree with that though he wouldn't no, no, no. he wouldn't um, but that wouldn't wouldn't that be the ultimate dilemma if if it was found out the horseshoe crab blood can make you live longer and then it'd be like oh my god Dave, I mean they were they 450 million years old that is mad yeah 450 again that my, my my brain still can't compute yeah. that they overcame the dinosaurs and now we're just harvesting them out of you know hopefully not to extinction it's mean though hmm. it's mean but they're just I, I I was blown away by that yeah well, horseshoe crabs check them out mm. they're amazing my my dad's phobia. Um, octopus, yeah. <laughs> so, um, and there's this like octopus that covers itself in shells, um, yeah. to sort of hide itself. And I was like, oh, that's like me in my shell suits. Like, I just like, you know, I, I, I dress up to kind of like, it makes me feel better about, you know, about myself. Or if I'm not feeling very confident, then I'm like, if I wear that. Get my shell yeah. suit on. Put my shell suit on. And um, so I was thinking, oh, I'd like to make um, this kind of octopus costume. So mm -hmm. I have half of it, but it's a bit, it's a bit old now. Um, and then kind of have a performance where you're picking up sort of different objects and shells Ooh. to kind of cover over and then sort of reveal a sort of shell suit at the end. And then it was like, oh, well, I'd actually really like to get into sort of more tech side of it and have it so that the 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 skin or like the kind of surface that you're wearing is um color reflective of your mood and that it would pick up mm. on kind of uh anxiety levels or i guess like heart rate or in response to the body and then turn a different color i was saying with colors that i feel like soothe me or like different colors soothe different people and like sensory kind of rooms and like lighting and stuff and how that could then calm you down but also be an indicator for say people that are non-verbal an indicator of like their emotion and then how to kind of interact with that if there were things that weren't kind wow. of so eventually let's do that somehow but i just need do. to find some funding for it yeah please do um, complying don't stop and uh yeah if anyone's yeah, listening that has loads of money just to contact her. Come <laughs> just on. Just to make an octopus be actively century blah, blah, blah suit kind of thing. But yeah, I think it's quite good. Like especially people. I I do feel like um, lighting and because you know like sensory rooms. If you've worked yeah. with kids with autism and stuff, yeah. like, sensory rooms are pretty um, pretty cool. Yeah. I I want to go into one of those um, pods. The the decent desensitization. Oh, tank? I've been in one. Have the you? flotation tank. Yeah, yeah. What was it like? It was an it was an it was it was an amazingly different all immersive experience. Mm. Um 
It's quite interesting actually. The 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 late because I I I went into one and I said, oh, you know, what's what what's the sensory deprivation tank? And she was like, I don't really like when it's deprivation because it's not deprivation; it's more enhancement. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. And then when I when I went in, it was so strange because you 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 don't see difference from your eyes. Like when you open your eyes, it's black. When you close your eyes, it's black. Uh, and yeah. then you can just you can you can hear your heartbeat so like loud and so. And it was it was probably the first time that I've really been in tune with my body and in tune with what was going on. Because I could I could like hear, mm. you know, this the, just everything that was going on, and it, and and it it really brought you into your body and into your your kind of moment, and it was quite quite something. Yeah. I would, How long have you been there for? Uh, I was in there for an hour. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'd really like to try it. Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd recommend it. It's so what you're saying about the heart rate thing, like that kind of like, you know, when you're trying to sleep, and then you're like, oh, you can just hear everything, but you're like, no, mm. no, no I'm, I'm trying to sleep, and you can't sleep, and then more you can't sleep, and the more you're kind of like, yeah, hearing your breathing or heart. So that kind of stresses me out. But I think, yeah, if you're in that sort of, I think just the weightlessness is what I'd really like as well. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. The fact you're, so I was, so at at the start, I was I was very worried about like sinking, but then it's like, obviously it's it's like, it's magnesium salt that's in the thing. Mm. So, you, so you just won't sink. But just that, just that ability to actually let go. Yeah. And that, and that ability not to be in control. Because even when you're like floating in water, you're still like, yeah, yeah. you think you're going gonna... it, it, to... It, it, it took me a good like, a good 10 minutes to adjust to what was happening. Because, you know, like, like I, I'm I, I'm a person that I'm a Capricorn. I quite like to be in control. I like, mm. I like to have, you know, things that are going on. But then to completely relinquish that, to literally surrender it to this pod of salt water magnesium thing. Mm. It, was, it was quite something. It really was. Yeah, the weightlessness and the kind of surrendering, I've, I think the most I've ever felt that was I had this really incredible experience with a band called Lone Taxidermis, um, who are just awesome. And I just got, I don't want to say tricked, but my friend was like, oh, I'm going to this night in London. Um, I think you'd like it. And I was like, oh, cool. And he's like, what kind of music? Is that a Gabba? I was like, sweet. Gabba. <laughs> it wasn't Gabba. <laughs> But he, um, he was enticing me up back into London because I left London and I've got to say like I fell out of love with London been in Bristol like six years and I'd, I I go back a bit and I, I miss my friends there but I do it's nice to fleet in now and then isn't it yeah like I, I, I feel more when I sort of come into Bristol and see the sort of landmarks of Bristol I feel more like I'm coming home Really? Twister, I well, do with, with London. Well, even 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 just last night on that on on that kind of mound and the view and you know you know yeah you know, I said I said that being on like a mound in London and Parliament Hill you see cranes and buildings and it's beautiful in its own way but at the same time here you see trees and you see green you see yeah buildings too but yeah know. it's I don't know it's just got this oh I've adjusted the headphones and now I can hear my voice more was I doing it wrong that's what I'm um, Your levels are fine they're so, fun, yeah. <laughs> so um. Yeah, so, so I went to see this band and uh, I got told there was P- PVC latex. I was like, sweet, I can wear my dress that I got ages ago from sorry, when I went to the set shop around the back in the sort of, you know, stock bit. It was this like mint green space latex dress, which I was just like, oh my God, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. So I said, yeah, I can actually, you know, wear it somewhere. And... Um, I saw some friends who I hadn't seen in a while and it was a really emotional time because it was after a seven year breakup and I was just in pieces. And um and then yeah, had this had this really cool night and their sort of album's called Trifle and the sort of uh basically they had these um I've now just 
the arsonists they were called like so these people um dressed in these amazing inflatable kind of pvc costumes with these like sort of mouth dental stretcher kind of thing so you're drooling everywhere and there's all this um it's just like a lot of liquid i mean you just couldn't couldn't do it now Li- right. liquids everywhere and skating um, <laughs> around slipping on saliva everywhere <laughs> um and Bandy. yeah and i was dancing, dancing with them, I was like, oh, this is this is just so great and so everything get all these like kind of jelly balls and like cream and basically the whole place turns into a big trifle with, with the with the music and natalie's Love incredible trifle. she does like just amazing costumes amazing makeup um really yeah really amazing songs learn tats almost check them out so good so anyway kind of a few weeks later or something and i saw this post on facebook being like, oh we need more we need more arsonists at this next gig and i was like oh my god that's I me go this. yeah and um so eventually one time i've been doing stuff with them they were doing a show at the Arnolfini, and um i got Is that in bristol yeah yeah um i got painted in yellow latex body paint wig kind of gimp mask on and then i got carried on, I think we did this in one in a another show before, but got carried on in this transparent plastic bag, and it was the weightlessness. And at that point, I was between houses. I was kind of really chaotic, didn't really have a base anywhere, and so to yeah, kind of relinquish my body to just being carried by someone in this bag, and then crowd surfed in the bag. Oh my god, it was like wow. the highlight. Yeah, yeah, right. It was so good. That sounds real liberating. Um, Jeez. But yeah, I know you're saying about like the fluids and liquid and stuff. Like I think the thing that's most like during this whole pandemic situation, I just had a total meltdown in the lack of touch, not being able yeah. to touch. And it's like all of my artwork is based on touch, mm. <laughs> you know, like everyone with events and, and stuff like that. But it was kind of like, wow, this sort of sixth year journey i've been on i've got to totally readjust and all i want to do right now is squeeze everyone in slime and be squeezed and just like it's a very it's a very underrated thing touch isn't it it's a Mm. very under undervalued i think yeah and underappreciated thing and and you know it's obviously consensual it has to be consensual but just the kind of like just just even minimal touch sometimes just even someone yeah. you know touch on the and arm it's that, it's, hug. and you you feel it you feel like the kind of like you were saying yesterday with the well i guess they were the um the sort of masked electrical buzzing but you do feel that like you know yeah, yeah. vibration from, from it just it, i think i think i i think it also just it, it also it creates connection but also eases people too do you know what i mean if you mm. if you just every, every now and then just give a little touch on the shoulder or something yeah you you, you, you have that kind of Listening of barriers and at ease, I think. Being sure, I get really good hugs. Oh like, yeah, really you get hugs. proper right in the yeah. kind of like the belly region. And um, yeah. I'll be really tense and yeah, like it's um, you know, and I, I think Zach, he's about six foot, and just have a hug and just like, oh, just instantly because you, you're kind of in that sort of armpit area, so yeah. you're kind of cocooned and. Yeah. Yeah, and then my mate Charlie, she's tiny, and then I like I hug her, and I'm like, oh my god, this is <gasps> this is what it's. That's what I like on the other side. It's it's nice to do it the other way around, but I do prefer being a little spoon, I think. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was even, even when, when, when like dinner were going out, I would, I would love to be cuddled and spooned. It's great. Yeah. (laughs) It's real fun. To be fair, I do like, I do like being bigger spoon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think just like kind of natural, I go into, into little spoon. But yeah, it's, it's all about the hugs, man. It is. And, um, kind of, it's funny because like, 
I'm not like my me, me and my mum like hug and we are very you know we're, we're just we're not overly kind of tactile I think I'm more tactile with I've got certain friends who uh, my friend Evie we're just like yeah, always yeah. kind of melt into each other like when we you know we seeing each other during lockdown and we couldn't hug it was just yeah what the fuck like, I, I I absolutely love because my because my my family aren't the kind of huggiest but mm. then you know because I've been to Worley and had friends and you know what I mean all this sort of stuff it, it's become a vital part of my life and so I just I just love I just love going into my like old family situation and just just yeah even, even like, come on let's have a hug but and I think like you know I I, I meet people for the first time and I'll immediately go for Same. the hug yeah yeah always and I think sometimes I have to be like oh wait not everyone wants that not everyone's a hugger not everyone's a hugger <laughs> but then there's the awkward like yeah handshake you know what thing I, I, and yeah just the whole the whole, the whole handshake thing I'd, yeah i mean if 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 someone offers their hand first then i'll go for it but mm. generally i'll 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 like approach someone with my arms like yeah. wide so they know what's coming yeah. you know what i mean yeah <laughs> just, not like a little t-rex yeah, <laughs> they don't know what's going <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. before um before we we drift off i don't want to waste any more time because yeah. you've got let's do it in the van do you want to talk a bit about um open barnix because that yeah. sounds fascinating yeah so this is nothing actually which i find quite interesting like the uh, same with the kind of so i worked in a veterinary clinic i worked in a set shop um and now i mean i've done like pub stuff and things so, yeah and then i got this job at a uh what, amazing, ex- what amazing kind of experience you've had like life experience you've had working with all these various yeah basically amazing. not knowing what you want to do does turn out quite well Try. sometimes yeah. um and it's all fed into each other like it definitely has like especially like with my work now i've been learning a bit of cad and doing some 3d printed stuff which is cool but yeah like i um i i found the advert i was like looking for i was at a point looking for um through a lot of jobs and then i i found that advert i think on indeed and i was like oh this is great like i'm gonna send this to my friend lisa because i think she'd be wicked at this like her she has her own fabrication company with her partner mike called lim they're amazing check them out um and um and i kind of wrote myself off and was like oh no i haven't got any of these you need to like basic publication skills kind of like casting and but it was a training position so i was like oh you know what um i apply for it and a friend of mine had recently um been in a really horrific accident and um had his leg amputated and um and kind of in terms of my work it it was all kind of happening around the same time and in terms of my kind of work and i think my dissertation was about costume and kind of how we are all in always in costume and what we kind of can present ourselves in we can be anything that we want really and like we can mm. kind of yeah i'm not really putting my conversation to it i can't forgotten where it's right now but like basically it. this kind of like um you know autonomy to kind of make yourself how you want to be seen and that we're always going to be have these kind of judgments from people but we can be in control of this and how i think we should kind of treat our everyday clothes as costume and um so kind of uh, looking at the um kind of sort of abnormal body i guess and kind of what you can sort of do with that and um yeah and i i wrote a really good cover letter no i can't remember what i said in it now but i can i think it got to a point that i was just like 
finding kind of understanding more about myself what I wanted to kind of look for and kind of realizing qualities in myself that I could actually talk about in a in a positive way you know like sell myself in like a positive um way rather than being like oh no I can't you know I can't can't really do that sort of thing Mm. so um yeah and then I I applied for that I got this job in a place called Explorodome which was really cool um I'd say it's like inflatable planetarium around schools and um and it all kind of coincided at the same time because like buses they all come at once no jobs for ages and then suddenly (laughs) And, as, and then yeah so I went to this interview with Open Bionics and it was just it you know blew my mind um it were these 3D printed um bionic arms that were primarily um sort of aimed at kids because a lot of the um sort of uh, prostheses available on it on the NHS or just like in kind of from private companies uh obviously NHS would be free but um don't have the kind of grip uh that we do with our one and um if you are going to buy them privately at like 30 to 50 grand so you a lot of kids you know they're not going to be able to consider how fast they're growing um it's not it's just not feasible you'd have to get a new one sort of every year or something unless you're you know a millionaire um so the idea is that um because they're, they're 3d printed they're more affordable and um and then they can have like the sockets and things like adjusting and get like a new one as the um you know the child grows um and kind of my area that i work on with the arms um so they're called the hero arm um and it's about yeah it's it's empowering kids it's not kind of being like this trying to make this sort of super realistic arm because that would it doesn't you know that doesn't happen one of my colleagues she um she was born without her front uh left uh, sorry her left forearm and um so she had like all sorts of prostheses and like kind of clinician kind of experiences when she was younger that were horrible that were like really traumatizing and with open bionics they're kind of like removing that it's like a really positive thing and we had this party of like a lot of the kids who had received the arm as part of the open by its um, foundation I think um and it was just like I th- I think I cried like quite a lot of times oh, wow. that day like it was really overwhelmed there was one girl who'd like literally got the arm like two days before can I say names probably can't say names um two days can, before okay. and she she's an artist and she was drawing she was 16 and within two days she was join these amazing just with like a biro as well like who makes things look good with a biro like oh. and like just like i think like an eagle head and there's and just it was yeah just really really cool so like to be part of um but so my my role in it is a product technician so we'll assemble the print off and assemble mm. the arms so it all comes in like different sections it's designed yeah so it's it's really cool because like they're all made um specifically for um you know for each individual so depending on what there is just for a forearm so depends on what the residual limb um is and kind of how long how like you know they kind of make a cast or a scan um of of kind of what the arm would you know would be like and then that's how they build the bionic one around that so you've got like a socket you've got two sockets inside um and so that will fit the residual limb in it's got to be of a material that's like 
comfortable, you know, to wear it's for mind us. Mind blowing. Um, stuff. And um, and then on the outside, you've got the covers, and then the hands are kind of they come in like three different sizes, so they're sort of made separate from the arm, but then they attach together. And um, yeah, and it's 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 really cool. I remember like the first I think when I was training, so I was one of the first people. There was only three or four of us at that point, and. Um, we kind of did it in like a random order and i was just like i can't compute like how what is this like as so we're doing like all the kind of like electronics within it and um and then uh yeah and kind of like all those sort of ligaments and hand all the kind of different bits that um add up to it and then it was like oh that's how it all works because i hadn't got to the arm build until quite sort of a bit a bit further down um but yeah, it's it's mad. Am I am I am I right in saying that that they're um, trying to connect like feeling and and touch and like uh, like pain and is that is that they is that... haven't got that with open eyelids, but I think that is like what what people are trying to do. Right. Yeah, because um, that is just that, that, that like to me that's like yeah, because yeah, I think you can get ones that are kind of more because yeah, these synapses no, and then they can... yeah, like because these ones work um, off like sensors. They're inside the arm that then relate to um, muscle movement. Um, so, like we give off like an electrical field, and then they it, that will. Oh, maybe that's what. It, yeah. Okay. That, that's what makes more sense. Mm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's it's mad. So, what what one of my favorite things about it is that if you're just you just have it on and you're kind of doing unconscious, you know, like when you're just talking and you just gesture the um the hand will be moving in like a really sort of natural way that wow. isn't because it goes through different grips and like you so the way that you move it with your um muscles it will go through um like a range of grips so you've got to you've got to learn how to use it it's not you can just pick it up and away you go mm. like your your especially um because she's never had an arm there you know she hasn't got i mean their muscles i can't remember, they're like these muscles and like we don't really use them that much so she had to do loads of like weight training and stuff with it but because she's she can like she's fine you know she doesn't necessarily like want to use the arm all the time and um but it affects uh it affects your posture and the kind of way you hold body like not having weight on that side so it's very good for kind of creating the balance, balance yeah, okay. and uh because that can just lead to all sorts of like postural problems and stuff yeah. um but yeah so i i mainly do the special covers so they do because obviously the kids they've got like bb8 like star wars ones frozen um iron man and um yeah it's cool like the uh, data sets as well processes um processes you know they can go wrong at the last just at the end you know right. like you spent all this time and super glue <laughs> yeah, take, take. <laughs> my nemesis um but yeah it's it's really cool and it's really cool to sort of think you know i had a fine art degree that must be really annoying for actually super glue because you like at the start it gets really like slimy and then all of a sudden it just sticks yeah. and then it's like but you're not oh. Must be really frustrating. <laughs> it's just such a it forms such a crust, but even if you don't think it's on you, and then suddenly yeah. it's everywhere. It's and there, I don't know. It? I've been super aware of this. And you got to take a bit of skin off to get the flipping yeah. the glue off as well. Yeah. Um, but 
but yeah, no, it's 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 really cool. And um, that honestly sounds amazing. That is like amazing stuff. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. I'm, you know, I'm in a in production department there. You know, we, we all, yeah, it's it, everyone's really sound, and it is a really nice, really nice environment to mm. work in. And and especially yeah, because I had to kick myself for about a year of just being like, but I, how, how, like I I was, you know, I, I'm not from a, you know, tech tech yeah. background, so um. But just kind of the processes I do are more, you know, like casting or sort of sanding and finishing and Bef- spray paint and stuff. Before we go, can you can you tell the story of when you your first day there? When you when you cycled there? Um and it was that puddle? Oh, that wasn't my first day, but it was one of the days. <laughs> I don't know. If, so um <laughs> it used to be off in French eh? And um I, I was um, I was like, no, no, it's quite good. Like, I, I cycled up a hill. It's like thirty minutes of cycling. Really good. Um, and you go through. I think I took like a long route because I wanted to go past the ducks. The ducks were my life in the morning. Got to know all of them. See all their little ducklings and the heron. I love the heron in Eastville Park. So that like, la 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 la. Cool. Going over a bit towards um, not like over the road, kind of towards Snuff Mills. And um, a little bridge bit, and I was like, "Ooh, oh, that's quite a lot, quite a lot of water." I'll just carry on, carry on through this, and then as I know, my my boots are like filled to the brim with this water, and I was like, "Oh, okay, you know, never mind. I'll go. I'll sort something out. Wear my socks or something." And then I saw some mate, and I was like, "Oh, you better watch out for that massive puddle river down there." He was like, "Oh yeah, there's an even bigger one up there." I was like, "Oh yeah, sure." Anyway, go there, and then crossed. <laughs> across the road it was just like torrential rain lucky i was in my waterproof hybrids luckily i think my phone was in my bag rather than my pocket and um yeah and then i was like la 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 saw the saw the expansive murky gray water and she's like just just keep keep cycling through it keep cycling through it and then obviously couldn't see the curve and then just hit the curve and it was like <laughs> submerged swimming so i t- turned up at work just like soaking wet and it was in like really you know and everything's so clean so clean and I was so unclean and then my my, my manager bless him took me to like the Sainsbury's and I bought some like child's child's iridescent sandals that were like four pounds you know pretty good kind of Romanesque but like with some iridescence in them um they're still too big for me though because I Got what tiny size have you got? I've got three. size three slash four feet. Yeah, right. They're quite thin, so um, they yeah. So that was so much fun. Really good wearing sandals around <laughs> production department as well. I mean, that was a picture. That was great. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was a good day. Um, yeah. where can people find you and Slug Time? Slime, Slime Time. Where can they Where can they find it? Um, I have um, I have an Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, which is probably more pronounceable than my website, which I decided to name after a bioluminescent jellyfish who shares my name. So it's Aquaria Victoria, but it's hard to spell. Shouldn't have done it as a website. Um, Aquaria Victoria. Wow. I'll put it. I'll put it in the. Uh, we'll do. We'll it's do. a. It's a bioluminescent jellyfish, and I was like, this is just. And it shares great. your name. Um, Aquaria. So yeah. So my slug stuff is mainly on Instagram which is slime time underscore slugtopia. 
whatever the little hashu thing is. A, the app, oh, I don't know. Hash, app, do you do that? App? I'm not very good at isn't Isn't app before the or the, it's before. the yeah. app before no, the hashtag? No, no, there's no hashtag. Oh, okay, I think it's just like app. I'm just finding this stuff out. App, app yeah. App slime Slugtopia. Time. No. Underscore Slugtopia. At slime time underscore Slugtopia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll put, I'll, put, I'll put links in. When yeah. We, and then the I thing. think um, when, then with the Slugly thing, I'm thinking I'm going to have the spin off as sli- uh, slime time underscore Slugly because then that would be more of like the clothing. Okay. Clothing stuff. Slug sets wear. That is exciting. <laughs> um, so, yeah. In all, your, in all your ventures, whatever you do, the van, just slug, everything. Just best of luck, man. It's going to be great. Yeah. It will be good. It will be. Yeah. Um, eventually I'd like to make a giant inflatable slug Ooh. yeah and then I'm thinking maybe I could just make a slug hot air balloon you know travel away I mean in Bristol there's a big, big scene of that isn't there there is a big scene yeah yeah. would it work would it work it would work could it work yeah probably have to have them sort of Maybe maybe their penises as the actual uh, oh definitely actually, definitely yeah uh, for anyone listening or watching search up the David Attenborough uh, leopard slug mating ritual and look at the penis connection at the end and then just think that could be a hot air balloon that could be a hot air balloon yeah <laughs> oh, amazing that was great yeah thanks I think the sun's on my side today I gotta lease a life I feel okay need to call around get them all out jump in the car and get on the way Cause there's love and there's strength in numbers They can try but they're never gonna run us Down, down Speak as loud, it's like we're on a come up Fifth gear but they're never gonna race us Down, down I'm alive on a high blue skies There's nothing better And pass around the light Breathe it in and out Bring our gods down Yeah, this is ours For the day and the night Cause there's love And there's strength in numbers They can try But they're never gonna run us Down Down Speak as loud It's like we're on a come up Fifth gear But they're never gonna race us Down